thank you for joining our conversation on Wow Whispering. I am your host, Diane A. Curran, and it is delightful to be with you. Wow is spontaneous, open, expressive. Whispering is intimate, still, receptive. In our modern age, moments rush in or away like quicksilver. Do we even make the time to savor a wow or reflect on a whisper, to notice and value such gifts? We're ready to do just that with you right now. I am very excited to welcome my guest, Mark Metry, today. I'm going to tell you a little bit about him in a moment. But first, I want to give you a chance to say hi to all our listeners, Mark. How are you doing today? Absolutely fantastic. Diane, thank you so much for having me, and thank you to everyone tuning in. Well, this is exciting because Mark and I have gotten to know each other literally online. And while Mark uh, was born in a city I lived in for 13 and a half years, we did not meet because he was born a little bit later than moi. So uh, I was already uh, out on the West Coast when you were born. So we're kind of covering the planet here a little bit. So it's wonderful to have you. And let me tell you a couple of things about Mark. I already told you that he was born in Cambridge, Massachusetts. And today what he does is he interviews billionaires, New York Times bestselling authors, and legendary world-class human beings on his top 100 podcast. Now that is really an amazing accomplishment. And I, can, I, can I reveal your age, Mark? Would that be an okay thing? Yes, please. He is 21. He is just in the world of kind of starting out already connecting with the world. And by the way, he didn't just start out yesterday. He's been an entrepreneur since he was a little kiddo, basically creating a whole way of doing baseball cards that was all about invention. And what I love is that in creating baseball cards from newspaper clippings and uh, sports sections that he glued together, and then he went out and he used the profits from that to buy real baseball cards and cookies. And guess what? He gave those to his friends. I mean, talk about customer service. (laughs) (laughs) So Mark, what I love is that that entrepreneurial spirit that you have really is a spirit of generosity. It's not only about what you get to create that comes your way, but what you get to give back. And you know, you and I have spoken about this before. I'm all about um, the, we'll call it the transactions of sales and marketing being about what benefits both parties, both sides of the equation. So let me tell you a little bit more. Um, I want to tell you something that Mark has said about himself because he shares who he is in real life. And he says that once upon a time, he said, I couldn't make direct eye contact with anyone and suffered from a socially anxious prison inside my mind. And guess what? He's not the only one. So he says further. Now he says, I spend my time on this planet trying to impact and influence others by evolving myself. The same way I was impacted and empowered to upgrade to the next version of myself 2.0. And so that is really the source of what is the title of his podcast, which is Humans 2.0. I love that title. And he says, I learned that neither governments nor corporations can change the world, but individual human beings like you and I can improve ourselves and in turn empowers others to do the same. I'm a curious nerdy that loves learning, creating, updating my own mind every single day. 
And I already mentioned to folks earlier, he's the host of a top 100 podcast. And that does not happen automatically because guess what? Everybody in the world is now podcasting. Even I'm doing nope. it. <laughs> and so he shares in Humans 2.0 his thoughts, his views, his podcasts, his videos. And guess what? He's already achieved over 1.7 million views. So people are paying attention. They want to know what Mark is sharing and who he's sharing with. He brings amazing guests onto his show. And he's hit number 96 in the top podcast. I know that you're going to go higher than that. And, you know, he's interviewed people uh, that are very well known to people. There's a name, Tim Ferriss. Many people have purchased his books and his video courses, Lewis House, Gary Vaynerchuk. So, you know, Mark is really making his mark in the world of being online. And guess what? We have him here today to wow us. So Mark, do you have anything to add to that? What have you been up to in the last 10 minutes or 24 hours? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like, um, you know, not to be picky or anything, but that number's changed. Now it's like 2.5 million ever since that. Um, oh, I love it. it. And you just sent this to me like, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> so uh, yeah. things are moving really fast and, you know, I'm trying my best putting one foot in front of the other. <laughs> Well, what I love is that the way that Mark puts one foot in front of the other is he does his homework on living, you know? I mean, this is something where it comes from within you. And I'm, I'm interested to hear, you know, I talked to Mark about uh, kind of what my focus is, what we want to focus on here on wow whispering. And we want to focus on wow. And that almost needs no definition. I got to tell you, Mark, you may not know this, but it's a 16th century word that sort of rose up into existence in Scotland. And it's still with us. And you know what? Nobody ever looks it up in the dictionary. We just say it, right? And wow is expressive and it's expansive and it's open. And then there's the whispering side of things. And that's the quiet, still voice, sometimes within, or it's a message that came to us and kind of slowly got our attention. So I would love to have you share maybe something that has hit you like a wow. Anything that you'd like to say about that today to kind of get us started off? Yeah, yeah, that's a, I, I love that so much. So, you know, looking back at my life, um, you know, even at the age of seven, when I was kind of doing that baseball cards thing, and when I turned, you know, 12, 13, I got on the internet very young, started to like develop apps, started to make websites, started to make freelancing. At 15, I started a pretty successful business and was making like hundreds of thousands of dollars. But all of that stuff was very much unconscious for me. I didn't really understand what I was doing. And it was only until I was able to look back and then say like, oh, wow. Okay. That's, that's what all that meant. So for me, a wow moment was, um, I mean, I remember the date specifically. It was November 8th of 2016. You know, there was a lot of different life changes going on. I was hit with some adversity. And at the same time, I was also trying to, you know, take inventory and take stock of my life, kind of say, okay, you know, these are the, these are the old habits that I had that, you know, no longer serve me today. And, you know, how can I kind of clean myself up and best reorient myself in this world in a way that, you know, helps me out for right now and like the next 10 years and also everyone else around me. So I started meditating, I started eating healthy, exercising, um, you know, doing all those good things that we know we should be doing. And, you know, November 8th, 2016 was really just like this moment where 
So I was doing all those good things, but I wasn't like a hundred percent committed in, right? I didn't go to that next level yet. And on that day, I remember I took like a midday nap. It was like 3 p.m. And I woke (laughs) up and I just felt like sluggish and I I felt awful. And for some reason, I just like, maybe this is a little bit of a whisper too, but for some reason, I just had like this moment where I was like, kind of thinking to myself like if i don't get up and make like a drastic change right now this is never going to happen ever i literally get up and i walk to target and i buy a whiteboard and from that whiteboard i come back and i write down you know what i think is the most important things to focus on the goal like my one-year goal my five-year goal my Mm -hmm. 10-year goal and like while on my walk to target and on my way back to target it was like the most emotional, like transcendental experience I've ever had in my life. It was like on my walk there, it was like kind of just me like seeing all the events that had happened in my life and kind of giving me a reason to be able to do this now. And like in that moment, like on my way back, once I had the whiteboard, it was really just a moment of ultimate surrender to me where I was just like, I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. Like I, I started to maybe based on my understanding, kind of understand life in a certain way. And I saw two paths. The one path, which is just doing like the easy way out, making excuses, um, Mm -hmm. blaming everything on everybody else, uh, being uh, selfish, being envious, being jealous, all the things that I used to be. And then the other path of taking responsibility, taking consistent actions, Uh, empowering others, impacting others, really all the things that I knew I could be for my entire life, but I was always just trying to hide that part away from me. So like on that date is when I really just like understood it. And like from that moment on, you know, the story in my head changed and I've never been the same ever since and ever since I've been on that. So to me, that was like the, like the, like the line in the sand, like the, like I'm never going back basically. That was my wow moment. You know, I love that you said for a moment as you were telling it, and maybe it was a bit of a whisper too. So you had really, you were very present in that moment. And mm. um, I'm intrigued because was this something that, that arose as you, as you woke up? Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, those um, kind of like when you're lucid dreaming, when you're like half asleep, half awake, you don't really want to get up. It was like yeah. in that moment. Okay, so that's very amazing because if you think about it, um, and I know you have had the opportunity to talk with a lot of people who know about brain science and they know about, about I'm going to say, behavioral sciences. And what I'm intrigued with, I keep tuning into this notion inside neuroscience, which is that just as one example of the way the brain works, when we look out in the world and we look at what there is, we only look at about 20% of what's out there. The other 80% we get from inside our brain from neural patterns that are already established. So the brain is, we could say it's lazy, but we could also say it's very efficient. Mm-hmm. And so what we do though is we reinforce what's already there. And then we just add a little bit of new stuff unless something very different occurs. And it sounds like you had that moment of, this is not my normal way of being. And you had, it's almost like when you're telling that to me, you had sort of a list of things that you knew about yourself or you'd noticed about yourself or your behavior, or habits, your way of living, and all of that was already there. But this was not that. Hmm. This was something different. 
And so it really is a wow because it got your attention and you, you, you kind of like, oh, what is this? Yeah, Amazing. yeah, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, like there was, um, <laughs> you know, like if, if I rewind like, like six months before that moment, I, um, I ended up falling down like this, uh, like this depressive spiral where I ended up gaining like 60 pounds in just a few months. And I was just trying to escape myself. So like looking back at that now, like the real Mark was always trying to like come out in a way. And I kind of felt that as mm-hmm. resistant. And then I like use things like, um, you know, food, uh, other people, things to justify where I was. And like, it was only until I kind of hit that breaking point where I was like, okay, I can't ignore this anymore. And then I just went in all in, <laughs> if that makes sense. Well, I, I love that you're sharing what was occurring on a day-to-day basis. And, and it sounds like it was a really tough place to be in because, um, you know, I have gone through some ups and downs regarding weight that are very uncomfortable, including not planning on it, but losing so much weight that I was like, wait a minute, I'm concerned about this. So mm-hmm. found that I had a, a metabolic thing I had to contend with. So sometimes we, we get clues from just our physical lives or maybe the people around us say, hey, what's going on? Or we find ourselves not really able to break through walls or barriers that we feel are in our way. It's interesting to see what it is that gets our attention. So what I love about what you shared with us is you paid attention. You didn't say, I, I, can't, I can't even deal with this. I'm going to just kind of numb myself and, and not do it. You just said, all right, I, I'm available. And lo and behold, you took a nap and then your, whatever was inside you, we, we can call it our subconscious, whatever the way to describe that is, something from your awareness um was able to get your attention yeah yeah i mean i you know after talking to a lot of different people now you know everybody has like a like a specific word to like describe it everyone's got their own theories um Mm -hmm. you know i like um you ever heard of this guy named david Meltzer? um Mm -hmm. he's a great guy he's like he was humanitarian of the year a couple years ago and the Mm -hmm. way that he describes it is a like kind of a quantum shift where you have all of these behaviors, all of these habits that you've had for your entire life. And then all of a sudden, you know, you deviate from that path. And for some people it's, it's weird, it's strange. And that's because they're just not used to it yet. Um, and then like, you know, kind of um, like, I, I can tell you like a couple weeks after that, um, and this could be like a whisper moment almost is it's like once I, you know, got all this stuff on a whiteboard. And once my mind started to think of these ideas and I started to spend my time more wisely, things weren't, (laughs) things weren't, things were still not a hundred percent there yet. And, you know, I remember a couple weeks after that, um, I was, uh, I was at this party and, um, And this was behavior that I used to partake in, but I had slowly stopped doing that, you know, to best reorient my life. And when I got to that party, you know, everything just seemed different, right? Like it was not the normal environment in my head, like the story in my head had changed. So everything else was starting to change. And it was almost kind of like I, I, like I started to see people's, um, like shadows running around in a way. I don't know how to describe it. And like I was only there for maybe about like 10 minutes. And then I started to hear like this whisper in my head. And it was like, Mark, 
come on, like you, like you, you are, you are better than this. Like you need to, you need to like, like, like this is not going to happen. Like you're being inconsistent with your thoughts and your ambitions and your beliefs. And like from that moment, I ended up like running home. Um, basically I ended up like crying on the way there. Ended up going to my, going to my place, locking myself in a room, pulling out like this notebook and then just like writing down all of the ways in which I think I could be useful in the, in the world. So like I ended up writing down like 10, 15 industries and I was really, and I am really interested in uh, exponential technology. So I started writing things down like um, artificial intelligence, virtual reality, um, the internet of things, all these different industries. And I literally spent the entire night, I just stayed up all night, just like doing research and figuring out, okay, okay, so this industry, is going to be mainstream in five years. This industry is going to take like 20 years. This one is already here right now. So basically, I brought it down into an industry that I think is going to exponentially impact the world and that by the time, if I were to get into it right now and I like really hustled for like the next 10 years, I could be like the next Steve Jobs of that industry in a way. So then I ended up picking virtual reality and augmented reality because I really came to discover that, you know, the military is using it right now for, uh, mm-hmm. to treat veterans with PTSD. It's being used in retail. It's literally being used in so many different ways. And I think it's going to fundamentally disrupt the way we do everything today and introduce us to new ideas and new solutions that we never had. So from that whisper at that, at that party, I started this business. I started at virtual reality literally the next day. And um, it took me about, about a month to get it going. But from then on, I kind of used that business as a way for me to kind of start a spiritual conquest to like fully upgrade myself, right? And the, the main philosophy behind it was like, you know, you, you, I'm not going to have time to, you know, be upset or worry about the past if I'm always trying to reach for a compelling future. And like with business, you know, you don't necessarily, I mean, you always do have the option, but you don't necessarily always have the option to say like, okay, I'm not going to wake up at 6am because you've got clients, you've got things to run. It's like that for me was the mechanism because I looked back at my life when I was seven, when I was 15 and I noticed that business was kind of my avenue. So I kind of utilized that and I started a business and that for me, you know, from that whisper, like after that initial wow, and then that whisper, then that was the way for me to kind of like pave my life. And obviously, you know, even today, like things have been up and down and, you know, we're all human. We all face insecurities and doubts and sometimes things get stressful and, and whatnot. But, um, but ever really since that moment has really been like, since I, I like, I really started like a real, um, like cleansing, getting to like create myself. I love what you're saying because you are, you are, you are tuning into and, and presenting in a very compelling and real world way what the journey of living is about it's not like i have one wow and then everything is easy after that or i have one whisper and then i never have any doubts or questions anymore so what i'm hearing in your journey to date is an interest in and a willingness to take on a bigger life than you already know about you already know how to do and guess what as you know that presents new things along the way that you don't have mastery over and you don't already know how it's going to turn out. There's no guarantees. So we could frame them as obstacles. We could train them as challenges. We could frame them as learning 
we could frame them as discoveries, but they are, they have in them some element of risk and danger and gee, I don't really know how this is going to go. And do, do I have what it takes? Am I up to this? What I love, Mark, is you're sharing humanity. You're sharing those aspects that we all show up in life with a certain kind of set of human DNA stuff. And that also includes certain primal, we could call it patterns and behaviors mm. that are based in survival. And then once we start going up sort of the higher order of needs, we still have mm. the unknowns. And living mm. in the unknown, ooh-wee, what do you think about living in the unknown? Tell me, tell me your take <laughs> on the unknown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I can tell you that, you know, if we were doing this interview like six months ago, I would not be as well articulate. I could not tell you everything that happened because I think, a, you know, a big thing for people um, and what I've kind of learned just through doing the podcast and being on this journey is that, you know, when things are happening in the moment, they're not necessarily kind of like these big dramatic events that like, like, oh, oh my God, my life is, sometimes they are, right? Um, but oftentimes they're not. And, you know, a good quote from Steve Jobs, for example, is, I'm totally going to butcher this, by the way, I'm paraphrasing, but it's something That's okay. like, we, we got it. <laughs> you know, you've, you, you've got to keep working and you've got to um, believe in destiny, God, karma, whatever, because oftentimes, you know, the, the meaning th to things comes from looking at the dots backwards right like after things have already happened then you're able to assign meaning like oh okay so that's why that happened and that's why this happened it's like in the moment it is very chaotic and things seem like everything's breaking down and like you don't have like maybe like this big dream that you're that you're into and like for me what's been a really big topic um that i've been focusing on is just like what can i do in my in my like present moment 24 hours like what am i doing from the moment i wake up till i go to sleep because that's how you actually end up accomplishing things in life right like a lot of people um you know they have like these big goals and big dreams and big aspirations and that's awesome and they're like yeah i'm gonna run this company i'm gonna be the ceo of this but then like they spend their entire days just like you know watching netflix or doing something that's like completely unrelated like that that's cool and everything but i think it just comes down to what you're focusing on because if you focus on the micro then like looking back then you'll be like oh okay so that happened and that um which which definitely means you should you should um you know live your life based on intention you don't want to be just like this kind of runaway train that takes indiscriminate action or anything because that can even be uh, a bit more detrimental than not doing anything in my opinion. Oh yeah, you'll just you'll just run your batteries right down and you'll be exactly. not well because exactly. you you'll run out of juice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I think for me it's just the, the big thing in terms of kind of like being in the the chaos of the moment is just you know, being really honest with yourself, taking stock of who you are, being self-aware and just saying like okay, you know, what am I good at? What am I not good at? What are these like? What are these non-negotiables that I have to do? Like um, health, family, uh, God, spirituality, business, like whatever those things are. I think people should just focus in on those, and then like five, ten years down the road, like when you're on a podcast, 
then you'll be able to be like, oh, okay, all right, I, I get it then. But that's the way that I kind of navigate those waters. I love it. So this is a perfect place. We're going to take a short break, and then we're going to come right back with the most amazing person you've been listening to, Mark Metry. So just, uh, just stay tuned. We'll be right back, okay? Thank you for being with us on Wow Whispering. In each episode, we present a public service announcement that highlights resources committed to uplifting our quality of life. Look for the episode show notes, which have links to learn more. And today, we are pleased to feature edX.org. What does that mean? EDX.org. It's a place and a resource to advance your career and improve your life. edX provides top online college level courses ranging from free to fee. It's all about increasing access to high quality education for everyone everywhere. It enhances teaching and learning on campus and online and it advances teaching and learning through research. Wide-ranging topics include what you would expect of any college-level curriculum, but it also includes such topics as food security, sustainability, business principles and entrepreneurial thought, even video game design, and oh yes, the ever-popular astrophysics. Founded by Harvard University and MIT in 2012, edX is an online learning destination, and MOOC, what is that? That stands for Massive Open Online Course. It's a provider that offers high quality courses from the world's best universities and institutions to learners everywhere. With more than 130 global partners, they are proud to count the world's leading universities, nonprofits, and institutions as members. edX University members top the QS World University rankings with founders receiving the top honors and edX partner institutions ranking highly on the full list. The example and the roster of colleges and universities that participate is most impressive and it's very exciting to see them collaborating together. edX is a global learning community and its students come from every country in the world. They were founded by and continue to be governed by colleges and universities. They are the only leading MOOC provider that is both nonprofit and open source. And it's all via the freely available Open edX, the open source platform that powers edX courses. So very high tech. And here's how you find out more. Go to edX.org, that's edX.org. You can find them on social media, under at edX online. And let's keep learning together. Thank you. So we are back with Mark. This is Diane A. Kern. You're listening to Wow Whispering. And I am just sitting here whispering wow to what Mark is saying. What I love about what Mark is saying is Mark is relatively newer on the planet than I am. And what I love is we're kind of bookending two different generations here with maybe a generation in between or two. And what I love is that Mark is looking at the direct experience of life combined with his study and his interest in and his sort of intrigue with learning about the wisdom of the ages, but learning about it from the real life experiences that he's having and just being very direct and very open about what it is, the ups and the downs. So what I, what I wanted to just 
acknowledge, Mark, and what you said is that sometimes when people hear the words wow and whispering, they hear the negative sides as well. The, oh, wow, that's not really great. Or the, oh, these whispers that are filled with maybe untruths or gossip. So it's, it's an intriguing element because you and I are both kind of drawn toward what we might say are the um, uplifting and positive views of wow and whispering. We want to acknowledge that sometimes the shadow side in life comes forward and it can present itself in a way that feels like it raises up some of our doubts and fears and worries. And, and so what Mark has been sharing, and for those of you who are just joining us, go back and listen to the beginning because Mark is sharing his ups and downs, acknowledging that those in many ways are the rhythms of life. And you're not gonna stop the rhythms of life because you are committed. But what I'm hearing, and Mark said a big word that one of my other guests said, um, in the interview that we just did is the word intentional, being mm -hmm. intentional, leading an intentional life. So I want to hear, Mark, uh, a little bit more about what that means to you, what that word intentionality or in intention, maybe share kind of what comes to mind for you about that. Yeah. So for me, the way that I think about intention is, I think this is a quote from Oscar Wilde, but it's, um, if you shoot for the moon, and you miss, you'll still land amongst the stars. And that's kind of my philosophy, right? So like everything that I'm doing, um, it is very big. But, you know, Diane, if I've learned anything, it's that it's only big based on people's perspectives around you. And those are often always wrong. <laughs> <laughs> And like what I what, what do, I mean, what do you by, mean by that? Tell me what you mean yeah, by that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like this this is what I mean by that. So like when I was when I was 15 years old, for example, right? I started going on the internet. I started posting YouTube videos. Mm -hmm. Everyone, literally everyone told me, wait, what do you mean you're gonna post YouTube videos? Like, wait, you're gonna post videos of yourself on the internet? That's so weird. And my intention was like, okay, I'm gonna have fun doing this. Um I wasn't really thinking if it would go big or like the marketing and you know, the words entrepreneurship didn't even exist in my mind or not. <laughs> but like what I've learned is that by moving at something and being intentional based on your own personal values, even if it's because you're naive and even stupid and you don't know anything about the industry, you will actually end up winning because everybody else is thinking in like an old perspective. Um, so like for me, intention is really everything. Like I think actions and, and what we do is important, but ultimately um, there are going to be moments where you're going to have no idea what you're doing and like the intentionality behind what it is you're doing, even if you fail, even if you mess up is probably the most important thing. When I was 15 years old, I ended up starting this Minecraft server and my intention was just... Um, I'm going to do this for fun. It's, it's a place for me and my friends to play on, things like that. That was my sole intention. Nothing, no intention with money or anything of the sort. But, you know, seven months later, it becomes the world's number one Minecraft server and I'm making hundreds of thousands of dollars. <laughs> and what I learned is that, you know, if your intention is good, the world, everything else will come up and support you and help you 
with your intention. So I think if you do anything is to be intentional, like you're not going to do things perfect. You're not going to do things 10 out of 10, but if you strive to, if you intend to, that's the best thing that you can do. I love what you're saying because it is about the, the values that you um, are taking on and looking to see if you're meeting the principles that that really move you and and genuinely authentically inside that which moves you too and i'm hearing that for example you had an intention to make a great place for you and your friends to play so it wasn't just about for you to play it was you and your friends to play so again right from the beginning even though you sort of earlier on said some things about being selfish and and, and kind of you know focused on you you always included this notion of what can I give to my friends and being connected to others? You know, where, where would I like to say, because I learned this from other wise people, we're an interdependent species. No person is an island. It just doesn't work that way. And what I love is that you have allowed that to bubble up inside what you take on and what you choose to do. And so it's going to have a different orientation and someone says, well, I'm in this to make a bazillion dollars and that's all I care about. Well, money is, is not the problem. The money is a symbol. It's a, it's a short code, um, kind of short code for something else. So what is the something else? So in your case, the something else is creating something great for people to enjoy. If that were not there, that couldn't be gotten. And so the money would have no place to land in that set of principles or that value system. So what I'm saying in sort of a long, complicated way is that money is just an outward expression of the, the excitement you had to share with mm -hmm. others. And, and that does attract money because money is made to be shared. That, otherwise, it has no purpose. <laughs> you you, you sit it in a big darn room and it's not, you can't do anything for anybody. It's just sitting in a room and it's either a bunch of metal or it's a bunch of pieces of paper it doesn't do anything by itself it doesn't get up the door and walk out by itself a person has to do that <laughs> you gotta exactly. share it <laughs> so Absolutely. mark i want to ask you and in a way you have been uh, demonstrating this in our conversation but i want to ask you if you could leave our listeners with something that you would like them to have what might that be Hmm. Yeah. Um, so if I could leave your listeners with anything, um, I think it would probably be this, right? So I think that the, the, I think the root of self-development in order for you to develop yourself, um, you need to have self-love, right? And it's kind of like in the sense of this, right? Um, so I know me, diet and nutrition has been a big thing because that's something that I used to kind of use as my like, su like substance, basically. Um, so, so for me, it's kind of like this, right? Should I reach for that brownie right now if I love myself and I know like the next day or it's going to hurt my body in the future. So it's kind of like that, that sort of self-love. And for me, how to get self-love is to have self-forgiveness. You've got to be able to forgive yourself. And more importantly, you know, after talking to all these people, 
the people that are really able to change are the people that are able to adapt. And how you're able to adapt is when you place more value on the future over than the past. For example, Blockbuster, right? It's not the fact that they didn't see Netflix coming. It's not the fact that they didn't understand the internet. It's the fact that they didn't believe that their past profit margins were going to be disrupted to that level. They didn't value the future over the past. So for me, if you want, because I get a lot of people that tell me like, oh, how do I develop myself? How do I change this one thing about me? First and foremost, you've got to love yourself. And the way you do that is by forgiving yourself. So that's, that's, that's something that, I've, that I'm learning and that I'm still in the process of learning. But I think that's the most valuable thing that I could leave people with. I love that you're saying that because I have, I have been around for some decades and generations and I've noticed that what gets in the way is when we adopt a certain point of view, which is I am my harshest critic. There, it, mm. It's tempting to think, well, that's a good thing because I'm not going to get an inflated ego. I'm going to always sort of cut myself down to size. Well, gosh, we keep cutting yourself down to size. There'll be no size left. There'll be, there'll be just kind of a lack of development, a lack of possibility, a lack of experimentation, because you're always going to be saying, well, you didn't do that right. You didn't, you know, you weren't good enough for this. Those voices can get very loud inside. Mm. And they are, they are kind of crowding out the creativity, the playfulness, the inventiveness, and the willingness to stumble a bit. I mean, little kids are so great because when they are learning how to play something, they usually get it wrong the first few times or they fall, you're learning to ride a bicycle, you literally fall down until you don't. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how you know you learn to ride it. <laughs> and then what people always say, and once you learn to ride a bike, you'll never forget because something in you clicked through yeah. all those, we'll call them data sets of what didn't work. And suddenly your balance kicked in. Oh, that's balance. Oh, now I get it. And then you know what happens is you start riding and you notice that balance moves back and forth. It's like a seesaw. It's not just one point and that's it. And now you don't have to think about it again. You have to breathe it in and breathe it out and notice how it shifts. So what you've been sharing, Mark, is that forgiveness really is a, it's not like a one, now I'm going to forgive myself and then I'm done. It's something mm -hmm. that probably crops up here and there once and again, right? Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I love what you said. And that's why I think it's, um, it's, uh, it's not the easiest thing to give advice, right? Because I think a lot of people, they're on like one end of the spectrum or the other. Um, so like, even if you do give advice, like it, it, it may not be relevant for everyone that's listening. But I, but I do think that forgiving yourself, I don't know, maybe, maybe people forgive themselves too much and they're too forgetful and they let themselves slide, but I don't know. But um, I think that, <laughs> that is a good cornerstone of kind of humanity and, and right now. Well, I think you've just identified that forgiveness is not, how can I say this? It's not uh, saying I don't have to take responsibility for things. Mm. It, it's, it, it is about being responsible. And so forgiveness has some more depth to it and some more complexity mm. is what you've just, you've just really made sure that we notice and we don't say, oh yeah, forgiveness yeah. and now we're done. No, there's a little bit more to it. <laughs> and, and guess what? Once you start forgiving yourself, you begin to understand that you can reach out the hand and help others do the same and maybe even forgive them and start to get in a world where people are 
went there for each other, maybe. Yeah. Might be a great place. <laughs> yeah. I think we're going there. <laughs> and we, we, we are going there. You know, and Humans 2.0, and I want to just remind our listeners that you've been listening to a man who's committed to living an intentional life, living in a way where what he discovers and encounters, he shares with people. He literally shares it online with Humans 2.0, talking to people who've done the hard work of slogging through this, that, or the other life, and they're discovering things. They're inventing things. They're creating things. They're making things. They're having businesses. They're having lives. They're making not-for-profits. You name it. They're studying. So what Mark is doing is he's sharing that with everybody. It's not like he's just keeping it in his little back pocket. He's sharing that with the world. So that is one of the beauties of modern technology. So I love that you've committed yourself to kind of um, jumping on the, the horse of modern technology and riding around saying, hey, here we are, come, come hop on, let's, let's do this together. How yeah, that? yeah, that's, uh, th- that's amazing. And like, I, I really learned that lesson when I was 13 years old, and I did start my YouTube channel. So even though it wasn't popular at that time, you know, now if you walk into a cafe, like every single person that's on their phone is like watching a YouTube video, it's like more popular than TV and all that stuff combined. So like, I'm kind of doing the same thing with the podcast, because I understand that, you know, technology especially the kinds of exponential technologies that we have available today, it's allowing us to scale impact and all those other good things. So I'm just using it to my advantage and hopefully uh, other people take advantage of it too. So you will, you will be very happy to learn more about what Mark is up to because every, I'm going to say five minutes, it's expanding. So one of the places you can be reached is right on your website, markmetry.com. Mm-hmm. And that's M-A-R-K. M-E-T-R-Y, so markmetry.com. I'm getting choked up about this. Let me take a glass of water. (laughs) But I also want to say that you can find Mark on iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher and you name it. And his podcast is also easy to remember. The name is Humans, with an S on the end of it, 2.0. You've got to catch it. You've got, by the way, you passed your 200 mark of episodes so how exciting yeah. is that, right? So yay. So you are, you are definitely in that world and, and here to stay, it sounds like. So um, it has been an absolute delight talking with Mark. Oh, I'm reminded, I think you also have some social media places you are. You're on Twitter and you're under yeah, Mark so Metry. Yeah, I would say if anybody wants to connect with me, I'm very accessible. I'm mostly on LinkedIn and Instagram and it's just my oh, name, okay. M-A-R-K-M-E-T-R-Y. Good. Okay. So Instagram, LinkedIn, you're also on Twitter. And, um, and as I said, on iTunes under humans 2.0. So whenever you see that, no, you're going to not only hear more from Mark, but you're going to hear from the amazing people he finds in life and, and shares with us. So uh, Mark, it has been an absolute honor and pleasure to be with you. Thank you for joining me and all of us here today. Yeah. Can I say one final thing real quick? You betcha. Um, thank you to everybody out there for listening. It's been a real pleasure. Um, if you're listening to this right now, please go on Diane's podcast, wherever you're listening to it and, uh, leave her a five-star review because, uh, she's working very hard, uh, with technology and she would appreciate it. And I would be totally appreciated as well. You are so kind. See, this is the guy who leaves nobody behind. (laughs) So, For listeners, also, let us know what you want to hear because we're all about wow whispering that really makes a difference for you. So thank you again. 
What a pleasure to be with you in the world of wow whispering. As we complete this episode, I invite you to notice the wows and whispers that enliven or challenge as they fulfill life for you in both tiny moments and transforming experiences. I wish you the very best until we meet next time.